Hey, you are back with Brittany Elliott. I am the owner of Brittany Elliott LLC and the creator of Back to You in Five, and I help mothers reconnect with themselves through self-care. I think it is so important to take it back to the basics as often as possible. With self-care, we get caught up in all of the great things that are working because we've stayed committed and we've built upon the foundational concepts. But as is life, you may find yourself dealing with a lifestyle change or a situation that gets you off your self-care game slightly. So this episode is great for those of you getting started and those of you who have been doing this a while. Ain't nothing wrong with a little review. So let's get into it. Self-care is the protection of your happiness and well-being. You may be in the process of adjusting your self-care routine or starting a new one from scratch. Back to You in 5 offers a free step-by-step guide to creating your self-care routine. Download it now at the link in the description or at backtoyouin5.com. So what is self-care? There are so many definitions of self-care. My personal favorite is one from SciComm.net. Self-care is the practice of protecting our well-being and happiness. So for me, self-care is proactive. It's preventive maintenance for our well-being. Self-care is extremely personal, which means it looks differently for everyone. And self-care is important for everyone. I always say self-care is essential, and I believe it is so important because it promotes a healthy self-relationship, it increases energy, it increases our confidence, and it reduces our stress and anxiety. So for me, I needed this in my life. My relationship with myself used to be a bit toxic because I had these unrealistic expectations And I wasn't showing myself grace or forgiveness. Uh, My energy levels were very unpredictable. I wasn't taking accountability for my energy levels. Uh, I was more so falling victim to them. Oddly enough, though, I was still a very confident person, or at least I thought, Perhaps I more so had a sense of entitlement or maybe I was just demanding. Um, And now I feel that I have more of an authentic confidence. I understand myself much more since self-care became really a daily practice. Stress, especially anxiety, was a large part of my life through college, after college, and at the very beginning of my motherhood journey. So now I don't get really anxious as often, really at all. Um, And I've grown way better at identifying my triggers and really staying ahead of them. Um, And the reason why I say that before I feel like my confidence was almost like a facade um, was because I was, I've always been an an extrovert overall, just 
in my personality. And I think that I looked good on paper and people saw confidence in me as a first impression. And so I just kind of used that and went with that instead of uh, being more open about my insecurities um, or being more open about my flaws or being open about um, my lack of sincerity at times. And so, um, you know, some of that could have come from um, just things, disappointments, me being my childhood, um, just past decisions I had made in my life, you know, in college and afterwards. And for those of you who follow me on social media, you see that I talk a lot about forgiving yourself and extending, extending yourself grace. Um, if you don't follow me, follow me on Instagram <laughs> at back to you in five. Um, I just put little anecdotes to to help motivate you throughout the day, but having grace and forgiveness for ourselves, especially as mothers, I feel is very important because a lot of us struggle to uh, give ourselves grace and go easy on ourselves. We spend a lot of time talking about the things we wish we would have done or the things we wish we would have had more time for, um, the things that didn't get done, and then we don't really look at the big picture to see um, how well we are doing overall, overall. So this is your note to forgive yourself and give yourself grace. Okay. (laughs) So let's dive into self-care decisions. So my motto is self-care is more about the decisions we make than the activities we do. So when we decide to tell people, no, that is a self-care decision. It's not about no for its own sake, but it's no because you understand what your needs are and that you can't say yes to everything, which leads me to um, you have to better understand your limits. You really have to set boundaries for yourself, learn your limits, and once you've learned those limits, you have to respect them. And a really good way to respect your limits is to start planning out your weeks uh, with your priorities and having your limits in mind. So once you plan your week, you share that plan with your significant other or partner, or you share it with the people in your village who are helping you. Um, We have to ask for help. We have to share the load and we have to delegate the responsibilities as appropriate. So those three things are truly the basics of self-care. Knowing what self-care is, understand why, understanding why it's important and how you should approach it. And the approach is in the self-care decisions. So the fun parts of self-care or the luxurious parts that we see are those basics put into work. The simple daily activities and the elaborate days and trips are all a result of putting the three basics into practice. And I really want to hone in on the point that there are levels to your self-care. So I've been committed to a self-care routine for 
a little more than two years now. Um, and I have to check in with myself regularly to understand why I am doing this. I have to change up the recipe, so to speak, or reperfect my process. And this is why I help mothers do this because I understand the peaks and valleys of the journey. Um, and I do really dive into that in the workshop, in my free workshop, self-care, the self-care journey, the why, the what, and the how. Um, check it out. It's free. I go into more details about the three basics. Plus I dive into boost types and, um, actual self-care activities. But that's why we start there with really the overall knowledge of understanding what self-care is and why it will work for you and why it is so important. So just to take you through um, kind of the process and the questions that maybe you should be asking yourself when it comes to self-care is, um, you know, how am I feeling? And so I talk a lot about common emotions through motherhood that we tend to feel are frustration, overwhelm, irritability, resentment, you know, possibly against our uh, spouse or significant other, or we have this sense of grief for um, the life that we no longer have, like that life we had before we had kids. Um, of course, we have that exhaustion. But too often we tie those emotions only to the fact that we are mothers. And I think that the reason for that is because motherhood, you know, our children are tangible. There's something that we can see and it's the only change that we can really see in our lives that are happening in the moment. Now for me, at the beginning of my motherhood journey, and I've talked about this before, I had a lot that was going on at the time. Um, when I found out I was pregnant, uh, my now husband and I had been together for about three months. Um, and so that was just like a, a big adjustment. And I wasn't someone who uh, had ever really considered having children. So I had to really, really, really <laughs> adjust to that through the pregnancy. And then um while we were pregnant, we got engaged and then we moved into an apartment together. So we were living together, you know, for the first time we had a child. Um, and then amidst all that, we were planning our wedding. And then that next year we got married. And then the next year after that, we bought our house. So there were so many things that were going on in that time, like today, now me looking back and understanding there were so many variations of my life happening happening at that time so many changes but i only was focusing on <laughs> i'm feeling this way i'm feeling a little bit of twists turns and turmoil because I, i'm a mother but now when i look back i'm like well there was just a lot of change and adjustment and transition going on in my life and i can't say for sure that i wouldn't have still felt a bit of pressure in my life even if I didn't have my daughter. And so I would challenge you as a mother to really consider how you're feeling and consider your emotions and with an open mind say, 
am I feeling like this because there's a lot going on in my life, there's a lot going on in work, there's a lot going on in my relationships, and I'm a mother, or am I feeling like this because I'm a mother, (laughs) and if I weren't a mother, like, I wouldn't have any of those emotions, and I feel that most women would say, "Mm, well, (laughs) I can't really guarantee that, you know, this stress wouldn't be happening um, if, you know, the kids were taken out of the equation. So I say all that just to say, don't feel like motherhood on its own is the reason or is the cause. Um a lot of it, which we will talk a lot about this in this season, in season four, we'll be talking about society's impact on motherhood, how society, uh, society's expectations for mothers, uh, how mothers are depicted in media, in film, um, just overall. And I guess I'm speaking from an America standpoint, because I'm in America and I've lived in the U.S. my entire time, but I feel like we put a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility on mothers. And I know a lot of what the conversation has been around is the fact that mothers, working mothers, still carry, you know, a lot of like those gender role responsibilities, even though they're working, even if they're the only one working, and even if they're the breadwinner in their household. And I just find that very, very interesting and eye-opening that that's happened. I believe that was a study that came out of um, the shutdown and everything that was happening with the pandemic, that women took it um, much harder because of the responsibilities that we have to our children and um, to our families, to our household. And this is where self-care comes in because we actually first have the responsibility to ourselves because when we pour into ourselves, we fill our cup, the overflow then goes to everything else. When we feel better, we show up better. We show up better in our lives overall. So we show up better as employees, as wives, as mothers, as friends, as daughters, as every element of us, um, because we're taking care of ourselves first. So my apologies for going off script a little bit there, but (laughs) that kind of flowed into me. And I just wanted to share that. So again, those are the basics of self-care. Remember, self-care is the practice of protecting our well-being and happiness. So when you're making plans and making decisions, always ask yourself, like, is what I'm doing protecting my well-being and happiness? And if this happens to be something that I'm obligated to do, can I do it in a way that still protects my well-being and happiness in some way so that the entire experience is not something that um, causes anxiety and and brings me harm. Now, in life, of course, there are going to be things that 
you know, we just have to trade off. We just have to do a thing that maybe we really don't want to do. It's not the most joyful thing. And if that's once in a while, cool. You know, we all have to do that. But you don't want your entire weeks, months, years to be made up of you feeling obligated to make these decisions in the best interests of other people and not making them in the best interests of yourself. So I appreciate you all for listening and letting me ramble a bit, <laughs> uh, but I appreciate you and I look forward to talking to you very, very soon. Bye-bye. To learn more about Back to You in 5, visit backtoyouin5.com or follow at Back to You in 5 on Instagram where you'll find self-care tips and strategies. Remember, motherhood is a journey, not a destination. <laughs>